Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Black Girl Wandering Podcast. I am your host, Simone Michelle. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. I'm very, very excited for today's episode. Um, We're going to be talking about spirituality, and this is something that definitely um, I've been thinking about, especially during the time of quarantine, and had to bring my guest on today. I had to bring Miss Coco Darpolar. She is my best friend, spiritual advisor, an artist, my travel buddy. Um, so I definitely wanted to get her in today and talk about what spirituality means to us as Black women on this journey um, we call life. So welcome, Miss Coco. Hi. Thank you for having me, friend. <laughs> I'm glad to be here today. You know that this is a conversation that we both have a lot. Um, and it's a journey that we're still going through. It's not something that ever ends, really. But I think we've been through enough to where um, we can have these amazing discussions and share with each other and share with others and hopefully guide them on their journey as we also continue our own. Yes, yes. I'm really understanding. I'm trying to live a life of like learning and then teaching. It doesn't have to be like formal teaching. You are a formal teacher, which I think is beautiful. We need more Black women teaching. Um, but just to teach others what you've learned about this, this journey called life. So yeah. And um, as we're doing that, my song of today is Surrender. I was meditating on it this morning and I was just listening to her and she's just talking about surrender yourself to me. And I'm not listening to it as Janae Aiko telling me surrender to her. I'm thinking of it as, as God telling me surrender, spirit telling me to just surrender to, to what it is and stop trying to do my way and fight it on, on every path and just kind of let it go. Because when I do let go and let God, things just start happening. So um, that's my song for spirituality today. Coco, do you have a song that just like puts you on that like spirituality path or makes you really connect to your spirituality? So the song that I would pick for that, that really connects me to my spirituality is first of all, anything Kirk Franklin. I'm going to just throw that out there, but specifically a song that I've heard this past year Um, And I actually heard it the first time on Greenleaf and then it was weird because I was in church and then they played it and I was like, I know this song. How do I know this song? But it's called um, Won't He Do It and it's by, I believe, Corin Hawthorne. Okay. So it's a really good song and basically I love that song just because it's almost like a letting go song as well because you just have to give everything to God and have faith that he's going to do whatever he's promised. Mm, Yep. You know what? Yeah, let's just get into it because I'm excited to talk about this, um, about what it means. So spirituality, um, what does it mean to you? It's the term. Mm, spirituality. Spirituality almost means, I guess, a deeper me, an inner me a stronger me, a better me. It's, it's me. It's, it's another word for me. It's a part of me that maybe not everybody sees. Um, Maybe I don't even see it, but it's there. And I know it exists. 
and it comes out at the times that I need it most um, because it's just the connection. It's a connection to a higher being that's actually living inside of me mm. that I can touch whatever I want to touch. I don't have to necessarily look up at the sky um, or go to church to touch this being. The being is inside of me and whenever I give it that time that I need and just sit in stillness, Ooh. the being usually comes out. I like that you brought up stillness. You had a lot of good points there. Stillness is, I feel like, when spirit comes to you. Because we're moving all the time, going, um, thinking. Our minds are constantly going. But meditation has been really hard for me because it's hard to just sit still and watch my breath. Like, that is mm -hmm. <laughs> so hard to me. But that is how I connect into my spirituality. Um, to just sit and listen. Um, so I brought up the definition for spirituality. It's the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. Yeah, exactly that. Right. That right there. That And that's basically what you said. Like, it's something inside of me. I can't really grasp it. I can't show it to nobody. Um, but it's there. It's, it's yeah. That's how I feel. Um, and I feel like people want to define it. And that's the next song on the album. It might be the song before it. Define me. They can't define me. They can't define my own spirituality. It's it's my own path. It's my own connection to what's in me. Um, Agreed. Everyone has a different one. They do. So I feel like when you're, and that's why the next question is, what is the difference between spirituality and religion? to you is such a big thing to me because I feel like when you're on your spiritual journey, people are still trying to tell you how to connect to spirit within you. How do you tell me how to connect, you know what I mean, to the spirit within? You don't know what's in, within. Um, and so I kind of get that from religion sometimes. Like you can only get to spirit if you do X, Y, Z. I know I have to do some things, but... I don't know, you know, I have this whole issue with the framework of religion as it is. Um, yeah, it's it's a box yeah. for a lot of people. And a lot of people, most people don't want to live in a box. But at the same time, a box is safe. So nobody wants to fight it. Um, right. But yeah, for me, I would say the difference between spirituality and religion is that Religion can be a guide for your spiritual journey, but even without religion, you can still be on that spiritual journey. Mm. You don't have to conform to a certain um, religion or a certain church um, or a certain pastor for you to for you to go on that journey. I think we're all anointed by God when He put us on this earth. We all have. Um, a purpose and having a religion doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily make you find your purpose any easier or it doesn't it doesn't confirm that you have a purpose what, whether you have religion or not you still have a purpose um, and you're still going to have a spiritual journey but if you can find a religion that you 
find certain teachings from it that help you along that spiritual journey. It's not a bad thing. Um, I think a lot of the times the problem with religion is that it does less of helping people find themselves and it almost makes people deny themselves and deny mm -hmm. others. Right. And that that becomes a problem when you have to deny your inner self. You know, um, a lot of people go to religion to improve themselves. And it's great that you want to improve yourself. But the problem with religion is that they have so many rules in a lot of these places hmm. that people think that if I don't conform to these rules, that I'm not going to be able to achieve what I need to on my spiritual journey. And a lot of the conforming to the rules ends up denying parts of themselves in sometimes, you know, those things that you do have in you, you have to, you have to improve, but in order to improve them, you have to admit that they're there. Oh. And a lot of people in want to just deny that they have these things in them, which is never going to actually improve themselves. It's just denying it so that they can continue on their spiritual journey, but really they're just going to stay in place. Because if you can't, if you can't admit that you're this or you're that, or you've done this or you've done that, um, in order to help you push forward, you're just going to stay in that one place because you're too busy denying the truth about yourself to use that truth to move forward. Right. I like that you said that because I do feel like there are a lot of rules associated with um, different religions. Um, I'm familiar with Christian Baptist religion. That's what I was, you know, the church I was raised in. Um, so things like, I don't, I can't wear pants to church. That's my grandma said it. My mama said it. My mama to this day, if you wear pants to church, your grandma gonna turn over and her, you know, it's just things mm -hmm. like that. But that could be a turnoff for people. And it's just little things like that. Um, what you wear to church, who you're dating, um, your sexuality. And I feel like if there's anything that every religion teaches you is just to love one another as they are. No one here is perfect. Um, mm -hmm. And everybody, like you said, if they're looking for religion, they're trying to improve. Who says that you can judge what sin is the worst sin about somebody? Or what chapter of them is um, deemed un unworthy or whatever the case is. You have your own things that you go through. You could go through everything. Um, you could go through life doing everything that the Bible tells you to do, right? But you could still be a sinner if you're coveting or um, jealous of something. You know what I mean? Whatever the case is, there's still things that we have to work on as human beings. And we don't really have the right to tell anybody else how they should and should not work on themselves. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is just having open arms and accepting people how they come, you know, because the only way for people to find that improvement in their life is if they know that they're accepted for who they are at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. And like, for me, it's the same thing. I grew up in a Christian church as well. And I went through different churches, but they all were, you know, based in the same religious rules um, for the majority of them. I, I grew up in a Baptist. I went through a Methodist church. Um, my father was Lutheran. So that's where I ended up was at a Lutheran church. Hmm. Um, yeah. And I actually went through the whole teachings to get confirmed to being Lutheran. And through the teachings, I 
actually got to a point where I told my mom that I didn't want to con- um, confirm my faith as a Lutheran. Mm. And I was, I want to say I was 12. It was right after my dad like passed away and she was like, okay, well, you know, this is the last thing we need to make sure that we definitely do for him is all of you need to make sure you get confirmed as Lutheran. And I said, I'm not. And I was definitely that kid that questioned everything growing up. Um, And it could be very annoying sometimes, but I had to do it because I didn't want to get led astray. And even by the people, you know, the people who love you most can Mm. still lead you astray Mm. because they think that they're doing what's best for you. Um, But sometimes what they think is best for you isn't actually. Okay, you're breaking up. Uh Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, I can. Okay, we're good. (laughs) Uh, Okay, awesome. (laughs) So she still made me confirm my my faith and things to her on that because, again, people people only do what they know is best. I did say that I didn't want to, and Mm -hmm. I explained to her, she was like, so you just don't want to be Lutheran, you know, like your father was Lutheran, your family's Lutheran, and she didn't even grow up Lutheran. She you know how it is in traditional marriages you take on that person's religion so we end up growing up um as lutherans interesting completely because i know that it was almost forced upon me i like did everything that i could like just i that confirmation that I had to go through like yeah I'm Lutheran but I everything else and I'm gonna study everything else because I still need to find what I mm. to deny that she that she wants to confirm her father's faith um but I was like no I can't I can't confirm to this faith because I don't know enough about it to say I truly believe in it mm. um when I'm sitting up in that church I don't feel closer to God I don't I don't feel closer to God when I hear what the, um, what the pastor's saying. Mm. So how does, how does this religion, you know, again, going back to spirituality, how does this religion help me on my spiritual journey? Because there's no point in taking part of religion if it's not making you spiritually stronger. Ooh. It's literally a waste of your time. So you have, if you're going to find a religion, you have to find something that actually, you know, that actually goes on with the purpose of the whole point of religion, and that's to become spiritually stronger. Right. And if that then why are you even going to take part of it in it? And I got to that point, and I said, no, that I'm not Lutheran anymore. I went to a non-denominational church. Mm-hmm. My fresh, no, the beginning of my senior year of high school, I went to a non-denominational church, and that was the first time I felt God in the room mm. at a church when someone was preaching and I'll never forget that feeling I stood up in the middle of worship and I was crying tears coming down my face and I didn't know why I was crying but I couldn't control the tears right. and it was because I literally felt God in the room after that um senior year you know um we weren't like I it was just me alone with my mom no one's forcing me to go to church nothing and the Lutheran church I used to go to is like 30 minutes out 
And mm-hmm. so we stopped going to that like a few years back. And I wasn't really attending any church services until I went to that non-denominational church in Austin, which is five hours away. So of course, I'm not going back every Sunday. Um, <laughs> but when we got back, I was like, I need to find a church that I can go to here that makes me feel like that again. So the closest thing I could find, because we didn't have any non-denominational churches at the time, was a Black Baptist church. Okay. And so I ended up going to that because, um, you know, the way that the preacher did preach was something that I could understand and I could actually get something away from the messages because I just didn't understand why I went to church for so many years. And honestly, I can't remember any message that I really took away from going to church. Like I can remember messages that I learned from my grandmother that she taught me. Remember Bible verses that we said in prayer, but I can't actually remember messages, true things that journey just sitting at church listening to a pastor talk for an hour I can't remember them not until my senior year of high school you know what that's so crazy that you said that because while you were talking I was trying to you know I'm you know putting myself in I'm like yeah you know just remember just being in church because that's a family thing right yeah and realizing like I learned the part of church service that touches my heart the most is probably the music part I love music music is a thing that touches my spirit that is what I get most you know what I mean but when you said that like all those messages and I can't really recall anything that's not to say nothing has ever helped me but that really is like poignant about my spiritual journey like yeah that was a turning point when I was I don't have that but I feel like there's other avenues, there's podcasts, though, um, Coco sends me podcasts and things all the time, so there is this one about faith, it was like a faith series, that right there stuck with me, and so it's not the institution of church that does not fulfill, you know, what I think religion is, it's the, it's the people, it's the spirit, what's in it, what are they really doing, are they there to just collect the money during offering, and say some words, and spit some Bible verses at you, because I know, I know the Bible too, I went to Christian school for eight years, we, that's, we did, we studied the Bible, so I understand it, you know what I mean, but there's more to God, and living life than talking about a bible verse how do we apply it in today and now and that's why i like the messages that you send me because it's relating to today and now how do we go out and be black people in this world today and now using the spiritual tools y'all don't talk about that in these black churches that's crazy to me yeah we got it's a lot of that and that's why i do enjoy modern day church a little more than I did when I was younger because like I said I can't really remember and I and I wonder I wonder was I too young to take away the messages did I not truly pay attention first of all of course I didn't pay attention because you couldn't keep my attention um but also no I I think that if I you know I got to a certain age and nobody was forcing me to do anything and I still got a message when nobody was forcing me to even get a message I was getting a message mm-hmm. and it depended on the type of pastor who was preaching what the message was and who he was preaching to. Um, because 
the truth is, I felt like he was talking to me. And a lot of people sit up in this church and they don't feel like they're like anyone's even trying to talk to them. Like they can listen to the whole message and they can't take anything away. And I had my niece who's only, she's 12 now. She's about to be 13. But at the time she was 11. It was last summer. I took her to Elevation Church. I was visiting North Carolina. And so we're sitting in that church and, um, I sat next to her and I made her just kind of like, you know, listen. I was like, listen to it and tell me what you think when we're done. Because this is a church that's non-denominational. They're they're preaching true messages that anybody can take away from. And so we got in that van and we talked about it um, after. And she was able to actually share what she heard. And, you know, not just share what she heard, but share that she understood what she was hearing. And that meant a lot to me. I was like, did you like that church? She was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, okay, well, when I'm gone, tell your grandma to keep taking you because I would rather you go to a church where you actually make a mess. Going to sitting there waiting. Right. Just to go. Because, you know, people are taking you because that's the Sunday routine. Yeah, that's how I felt when I was younger. I was literally just sitting in church just to say I was there. (laughs) Like, really? to make sure on Monday yeah I went to church yesterday you know what I'm saying that's yeah that's I think that's the part of religion that's like okay am I doing it it's it's the show part you know the folks that that want to show like look how religious I am um but it's like what are you doing for humanity what are you doing for yourself and your spirituality are you loving on the same folks you know outside of church are you loving on the people that don't come to church you can't just love the folks that come inside Mm -hmm. you need to love on everybody um so when i see these evangelical um christians and that support trump and then i'm like how yeah you know what i mean if you just if you you truly read the bible if you truly and under how you would just you know you would know that it was wrong in your gut and you would be able to confess that with right. tongue right right just hold it yeah I, I, I like that you know, break that down coming from our church backgrounds um so when it comes to other religions and spiritual practices how do you feel about that? You know, how do you feel about learning about other practices or interacting with people that have different religious beliefs and spiritual practices? How, how do you go about that? Wow. So, like, I mean, like I said, I grew up in multiple religions, basically. We right. never had because we didn't have a Lutheran church that was in town and it was 30 minutes away, if we couldn't make it to that 30 minute, you know, that 30 minute drive, then a lot of the times we would find a church in town and it was between um, Baptist and Methodist um, and going to, which is my grandma's church. So I would go with her to church and I love going with her to church, Mm -hmm. not because the pastor's message was any better, what they had snacks afterward. So (coughs) I went with her so I can eat the snacks. And, (laughs) and, um, so like I said, I've gone to so many different churches. Also, I grow, I grew up where I still live. Um, it's majority, I want to say Catholic. Mm. So 
um, when there's a funeral or even growing up with my friends who um, majority Mexican, they all have their quinceaneras. So I did have to go to those church services because I was in a few quinceaneras in their court. So um, I had really going and learning about um, different religions. I think at the core of many of these religions, because they are Christian based, you know, faith, mm -hmm. I would say that there are Christian teachings there, but it just comes down to these rules again and trying to follow those rules in some religions. And I will say the Catholic faith, um, my mom, like I said, grew up there. I have a friend who is now non-denominational, eh, non mm -hmm. um, who lives in Washington, my best friend from college. And she actually got rebaptized again um, because she grew up in a Catholic church and Catholic school. But after, you know, going to San Diego and going to a non-denominational church, she ended up saying, well, this is more me. This is, this is it. And, um, you know, she realized that a lot of those roles were constricting to friendships, relationships, um, and just to herself and just being herself. So she had to, so she had to venture out and try something else. And I think that a lot other than Christian based faith, um, I wouldn't say I've explored that many religions to like where I can get the teachings and use them in my own life other than maybe like Hinduism. And mm -hmm. really when I say Hinduism, it's more of just Buddhist practices mm -hmm. um, when it comes to like meditation and different things like that. Um, but any other faith, it would be mostly just education. Mm -hmm. um, not really finding practices that I use, even though some practices are similar. I've dated men who, and um, so I had to learn about other people's religions, right. not to judge them, but just to understand them. Right. That's what I think uh, I'm trying to get in the mode of is um, understanding other religions, understanding their principles and not looking at it as differences, but just perspectives, right? Um, I think that we all have the same source creator, whatever you want to call it, um, but we have different Agreed. ways of looking at it, you know, and so in my spiritual journey, just wanting to be accepting and understanding and diving in a little bit more um, to be just a well-rounded person um, and not feel, not feel like I'm still in a box. I think I'm on this journey, this wandering journey to get out of boxes I've been put in um, as a black woman and I feel like spirituality and religion is a major box that just comes with us I completely agree I think just being open to yourself and to other people is like it's the whole point of the journey because the whole point is to seek connection with others mm. but also to be able to love others even when there are those differences and i think a lot of people miss that with christianity and um, specific religions that are in christianity it's like like how you said how you mentioned trump earlier and just how can you how can you reopen the bible read the bible promote the bible and mm -hmm. still vote for a man 
who doesn't show the love that Jesus would have a show. Right. Right. And Jesus was loving on everybody. He wasn't picking everybody. You know what I'm saying? It, oh, you did the, the folks that was rolling with Jesus was not perfect. Okay. They he, were they were the worst. They were the worst of the worst. Okay. I'm like, I'm trying to be like Jesus, okay? I'm trying to roll with everybody. I'm trying to be with the folks that that want to do better for themselves, that want want more mm-hmm. for themselves, that know that their past is not perfect, right? Okay, any um, thoughts about the role that faith plays in your spirituality? Mm, by faith, are you talking about like Christian faith? Just the word faith in general. What does it mean to you in terms of your spirituality? Just the word faith and I guess Christian faith as well for me, it's just knowing that no matter what happens, it's going to be for my good. Mm. That, that's the biggest thing for me is even when I'm through the storm, I have to remember that the rainbow's coming right after, right? Right. Because a lot of people, they focus so heavy on the storm, they forget that there's a purpose at the end of it, mm. or they don't believe that there's a purpose at the end of it. They lose that, um, they lose that faith and I have to have faith in knowing that even when I'm down in the lowest of places that God is going to use this right. for my betterment. Yes. I love that. I think that that sums up kind of like what I was going to say, just having faith that it's all for my greater good, that mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? God would not set me up for failure. There might be some missteps, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There might be some pitfalls or whatever, but it's it's always for a comeback. You know what I mean? He he doesn't want to see me suffering. I am the one that inflicts the suffering, whether it be the choices that I make or the choices I make to not forgive myself. You know what I mean? But having faith that God loves me God is going to protect me. God is going to keep me safe. And I'm going to accomplish all that I need to do, trying to keep that faith. Exactly. It's exactly what you just said. It's no matter what you go through that, you know, he's going to use it and it's going to make you better in the end. And you said a word, the word comeback. The word comeback, I'm going to bring it up just because a lot of people are waiting in this time for a comeback. And they have to realize that a lot of the times when we're going through the deepest places, especially those places where it's almost hard to keep that little bit of light, mm-hmm. that there probably isn't going to be a comeback because it's a setup for something you've never amounted to yet. Oh, it's not a no lot of, You can't come yeah, back to that. Yeah. You're, not, you're not coming back. You're not going, and a lot of people are waiting for things to come back, to go back to normal. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not, it's not a comeback. So you're going to be disappointed because when you get to that place God wants you to be at, you're not going to recognize it. And you're still mm-hmm. going to think you're in the worst place possible. But really, this is the place God wanted you to get to. Mm-hmm. And because you're still waiting for things to look like what they used to look like, you're not even going to recognize your own blessing. So people have to realize that sometimes when you're in those dark places, you're never going to get back 
to the light that you're used to. It's going to be a whole new light that you're entering. I love that you said that. Um, all it, it made me think about homecoming, Beyonce's homecoming, um, how she talked about like coming back to the stage. It's not, I'm not, she wasn't the same person. You know what I mean? Her body wasn't, yeah. I have to step into this new body and do these new things and it's not going to look like it used to look. I got some, you know what I'm saying? I'm upgraded. I have, you're upgrading yourself and you can't wear the same things you were wearing before. Exactly. One thing that, that she had to do, she had to learn to love it. So you're going to have to learn to love the place that you're at now and stop, you know, stop comparing it to where you once were as a reason to not love where you're at. Because a lot of people get caught up in what used to be and they don't even realize that where they're at is so much better than where they used to be. Right. Yeah. Like right. Beyonce, like Beyonce now. I know girl. she knows she can do it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I remember when uh, I was watching Homecoming and she got back in the um, outfit, I was like, okay, snap back B. You know what I mean? But her body is feeling out more. She's, you know what I mean? I think she's loving and enjoying it. And it took her some time because she used to be in. Get there. You know, she used to be in one way. So you're used to being one way. And then you have your, I wouldn't even call it. Um, oh, yeah always a downfall or it just that time of rebirth you know what i'm saying you're you're being reborn yeah it's not a process you're not gonna it's it's a, it's a it's a process of pain yes yeah yes i love that you said that and that's why we're on this spiritual journey you know what i mean to kind of figure it out to get comfortable with it to have faith that it's all for the better of um, not just our purpose in life but the entire you know world i hate for people to think that they are just here by chance you know what i'm saying that mm -hmm. life doesn't and you you have people you, yeah like it's just a coincidence and it's like for things to happen the way that things happen mm -hmm. i don't believe in coincidences people can tell me whatever they want to say Ooh. i don't believe in coincidences yes and I say that all the time too. I read a book, God Winks. And this one was a special edition on love, but it was a bunch of love stories and how they got started with their relationships. And it's called God Winks on Love. But there's a original and I never got to reading that, but it's called God Winks. And he calls it God Winks. And um, it's funny, you might think it, it's a coincidence, right? You right. know, air quotes. But because <laughs> I had actually heard of this book my freshman year in college and it was on a what are those things that come on at the middle of the night that try to sell you things Ooh, infomercial. yeah the infomercial so they they were trying to sell this book and it's called god winks and i'm just like kind of laying in my bed but you know when you're awake you can hear it mm -hmm. but you're trying to go back to sleep but i can hear him talking about it he was basically saying it's called God winks because I don't believe in coincidence. I believe when something happens and it feels like a coincidence, that's God winking at you. Mm. Like, and I was like, wow. And I carried that for such a long time. And it wasn't until after I graduated college, um, I was at Barnes and Nobles and it just came across a book called God winks on love. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so yeah, that was God winking at me. Yes. I like to, I love that way of thinking of it. I'm going to start thinking of it because sometimes my mind will be like, nah, that's just a coincidence. Don't even take it like that. You know what I mean? My mind is so quick to doubt and that's why you got to have faith 
and that spirit that comes in your soul, you know what I'm saying? The doubt is in your mind, but that soul that know, that's that's when you meditate. That's when you, you know, you get into it and then you are able to listen and hear what spirit is telling you. Um, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Exactly. God be winking at me, okay? Let me start saying that. Okay. <laughs> Ma'am, any final thoughts, Miss Coco? I'm really happy that we had this conversation today because today is one of the days I focus on my spirituality anyway, but I also focus on uh, my chakras and today's intuition day. Um, and it's just knowing that your life is divinely guided and trusting that wisdom that comes within. Um, that's what I'm working on. You know, it's a part of the spiritual journey. So I'm happy that you were able to speak words into my life and reaffirm, you know, some of the things that I've been thinking. So I appreciate that. Any final thoughts? Um, just basically what you said, just, I'm glad to be here and have this conversation with you. And I'm always happy to have conversations with you about basically anything because you're one of those people who remain open you know you remain open to talking about different things and looking at things in a different way and I think that's something that we have to have with spirituality is realizing that at the end of the day if your you know spiritual journey feels like it's disconnecting you from other people more than it's connecting you to other people then you probably need to reassess what's going on there Mm -hmm. um and I think that when we have these discussions I feel more open and I feel more connected to other people because I'm having to question myself and I think that we should always remain open to questioning ourselves yes I love that always open to question yourself let me write that down because that's a word open to questioning yourself um because you do you have to double check it you have to look at the mirror and be like wait hold on <laughs> is this my thoughts is this spirit is this a fantasy mm-hmm. you have to figure out what is moving through me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love that okay so our final affirmation of today um as we're closing out um is I trust that everything in my life is working for my highest good and I am receiving all I am meant to have. Yes, I love it. That that definitely summed up what spirituality means to me and I feel like as I'm on this journey, I'm having to remind myself of that all the time. So yes. Yeah, everything's working for your good. It is indeed and yours as well. Thank you once again for coming on with me today um, and getting real with me. Thank you for having me. Of course, on this wandering journey. So until next time, I'm your host, Michelle, and I'm the Wandering Black Girl.